hear about all of the treatments for chronic and major health problems, but often don't know what works and what may not. There are advantages in conventional medicine, as well as inroads that are being made in alternative medicine, natural healing, and biological dentistry. Welcome to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. We'll sort everything out and bring it to you in easy-to-understand terms. Now, here is Dr. Robbins. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to Functional Medicine with me, Dr. Howard Robbins. Um, this is uh, the third part of a very important series of three sh of, of shows on genetically modified uh, food. And I don't believe, based on the number of people listening to these three shows, that enough people are listening to these three shows. Uh, this is a very serious um, topic. Uh, that's why I'm, I'm doing it. And that's why I've turned it into three parts. Uh, the last two parts have shown all the risks and dangers that have been reported and, con and the concerns about, uh, about them. This show, I'm going to try to show something of the other side. Um, and, you'll and then you'll be able to evaluate, uh, should you or shouldn't you um, be concerned? Uh, because unless you're eating organic products from home that you've purchased or grown yourself, or you've purchased uh, very carefully, you may be getting, as we've, as we've discussed, genetically modified food, uh, at least portions of it in almost every product that you purchase in the stores. And um, you have to trust that organic is organic, but you never know for sure. Um, uh, because <laughs> it's a very interesting world we live in. And um, that's why having all these certifications on the packages seems to be so important. But before we get deeper into this, um, extremely important subject to every single person who's listening and to every person who isn't listening so that they know what this is all about. I want to first thank our sponsors, and that's our reason for being here all these years that we're doing the show. The first is Promolife. Promolife.com makes, uh, Promolife is a family-owned operation, very well managed and run, and they, they keep the extremely high standards. Um, their morals and ethics in their, in, in their standards are just top. So when you buy something from them, you know you're not getting ripped. You're getting, you're getting a, 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 as high a quality product as you could ever possibly hope to get, okay, uh, from them. And that's what's so important. You, you, you don't want to, you want to be certain when you buy anything from somebody that they have integrity, um, that they didn't know that there was, there needed to be a recall on a, on your automobile, uh, uh, in advance of sending the automobile out on the market because it's cheaper and better for them to do it that way. Um, and that's, that's the kind of product that uh, Promo Life makes, whether it's their home care products, their organic ozonated oils, their dental products, um, whether it's their ozone generators and their machines, everything they do is of the at utmost highest quality. Uh, uh, and that's where integrity 
um, and, and a character come in. The nature of the family and the nature of the people who work there is to make sure you're getting what you, what you paid for. And then some, uh, they stand by their products. Their, their customer support is just superb. Home care ozone generators, and you can call them and say, you heard about it here on the show and they'll do something special for you. Everybody should own one. Everybody should own one. You could be doing, and we've done shows on ozone home care. You should be, you could be doing these things to help protect yourself, to help prevent diseases and illnesses, um, uh, just about everything, or improve your disease and illness uh, so that um, you, you can get some respite from it. Um, you go to promolife.com, P-R-O-M-O-L-I-F-E.com. Look at their products. When you decide this is something I really want, call them at 888-742-3404. That's 888-742-3404. Tell them you heard about it here on Dr. Robin's show. They'll do something special for you, something each week, perhaps a percentage off or um, a free product or something like that. Okay. They're not just giving out free products. That's if you're buying something, they may throw something in for free. <laughs> okay. Let's be clear about that. People tend to hear what they want to hear and translate it into what they wanted to, uh, what they wanted it to mean. Now, I also want to thank Doctors Biome. Doctors Biome uh, had an amazing year last year, I've been told. Um, their growth is exceptional. And the reason for their growth is um, they have a 92 percentage um, um, uh, uh, rate of people continually using it. That means 92 out of every 100 people that buy it um, are going to keep buying it month after month because it works. It is the finest and unique living probiotic that you can possibly take. When I say living, the bacterias that are in there, the 15 patented strains are living in a 100% organic, no GMO in this at all, organic mint, kale, lettuce, cucumber, celery, apple, lemon juice in their gut health product and in their woman's health product. These same 15 patented strains are living, they're alive, they're creating babies <laughs> and growing into adults in a 100% organic um, watermelon, apple, pomegranate. Um, trying to think of the last fruit that they have in there, but there's also cranberry in it as well. I don't know why I'm drawing a blank on the last fruit that uh, fruit juice that it's growing in. So they're both absolutely delicious. They're both absolutely delicious. Uh, they both will benefit your gut, and the woman's health product has been tested to show beneficial against uh, urinary tract infections um, and to help in, in managing those and preventing those, as well as um, vaginal potential vaginal yeast infections, uh, because it's been shown in laboratory experiments to completely suppress candida, the most common yeast that causes these things. And um, this is because it helps repair your gut. Every person listening to this show, including your children who will love it because it all tastes good, should be taking this product, These two pro one of these two products. Um, 
All you need to do is go to doctorsbiome.com, D-O-C-T-O-R-S-B-I-O-M-E.com. And in the subject line, uh, excuse me, when you contact them, in the when you're ready to check out, put the code RADIO20 in and you'll get 20% off your first order. 20% off your first order. Okay? Uh, I promise you won't be sorry. Healthcare professionals who might be listening to this show, you can sign in as a healthcare professional and then you have special wholesale pricing and everything else. So go to doctorsbiome.com, put the code RADIO20 in, and you'll get free shipping, 100% money back guarantee. In fact, it's better than 100% money back. They let you, if there's something wrong, they'll talk with you about, find out what's wrong. And if they don't think there's any problem there, just that you don't like it for some reason, it doesn't work for you, you can give it to somebody else that you know and love that may benefit from it and keep the product. And they'll still give you 100% of your money back. You can't lose. Okay. Now let's get back into our show. So. To summarize our last two shows, uh, so to speak, um, GMOs, genetically modified organisms, uh, particularly food products, uh, have continued to rise. Um, and there's been increasing public interest for information about the safety of these products. That's why we've done these shows. Most of the concerns have generally focused on how the GMO may affect uh, our environment or, um, or how it affects us as well. Um, most importantly, how it affects us. Very few people seem to be concerned about the environment as much as they should be. Um, one of the specific concerns is the possibility that GMOs may negatively affect our health. And there have been uh, reports um, of allergic responses and other undesired um, adverse effects, uh, toxicity, organ damage, gene tr transfer. Uh, we've talked about these on the, on the uh, past shows in greater detail. So to, uh, to uh, look into these um, and address these concerns, there have been over 100 research studies comparing the effects of traditional grown food which can have pesticides and herbicides in it, keep that in mind, okay, to genetically modified food. And the results have, uh, have been published in many, many different journals, medical journals predominantly, but many different journals. Um, and these results have been looked into by um, uh, various groups. And we talked about some of the groups that have looked into, uh, into this, like the Responsible Technology um, uh, Institute for Responsible Technology, um, the Center for Environmental Risk Assessment. Um, there is a GM, GMO crop database um, uh, that you can look into histories and things. So, Knowing who to trust and what to believe has been an ongoing battle, which is why I've done the, these shows, um, where you have major health groups like the American Medical Association and the World Health Organization 
have said, well, these things are absolutely safe for consumers. That automatically raises red flags to me. When the AMA and the WHO start to say something is good, considering the history of what we know about them, you have to start, you have to, you have to know, say, uh-oh, there's smoke out there, something is wrong. There might be a fire somewhere that they don't want you to know is burning. Uh, it's just, hey, listen, this is my opinion of them. You may or may not agree with me. I mean, they try to do good work. I know that. But lots of the things, including vaccinations and stuff like that, that they promote um, and the things they look to put down uh, just absolutely put me in fear. Um, so. Whether there's toxicity and dangers regarding organ health, mutations, pregnancy, and your and your 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 children, uh, your offspring, uh, gene transfers, these things are really really should be a concern. So, we still have some minutes before our first break. So let's get into things. So after the you know genetically modified foods were introduced into the U.S. some several decades ago now, I guess, um, people started to report toxic effects that they believed were caused by these GMOs. And that's what started these um, uh, anti-GMO advocacy groups. Um, uh, so, for example, and we reported, like we talked about, I don't know if I went into detail or not, how the um, Institute for Responsible Technology reported that rats fed a diet containing a GMO potato had virtually every organ system adversely affected after just 10 days of feeding. Um, they also stated that the toxicity was the result of these genetically modification techniques and not a specific case for that particular potato. Um, they claim that the process of making GMO caused it to be toxic and thus all GMOs were high risk for toxicity. And we have been eating, as I said, GMO foods without even realizing it for years and years. Um, uh, we talked about GMO wheat and um, how uh, one uh, doctor wrote a book, I believe, called Wheat Belly, and how um, uh, the, because of the changing wheat so they can produce higher crop yields and making it so it was easier to farm and, and harvest, uh, changed the wheat that we were our ancestors were originally growing and getting, um, the emmer wheat, the einkorn wheat. And um, it changed it into such a way that they could produce more of it, but it took, but it changed the genetics and it changed how it, it could affect our health, possibly leading to more diabetes and, and weight, weight, weight uh, problems, weight gain problems that we, so many people here suffer from. So what happened then when all this came out, and this goes back, oh, 20 some years ago, scientists all across the U.S. and even the rest of the world start to look very rigorously in testing these assertions that had been made. And to this end, many different types of modifications of various crops have been tested by many different groups. And the studies found no evidence that GMO caused organ toxicity or other adverse effects. So, one example of this research 
um, study was carried out on this particular uh, type of GMO potato that there was such concern about, and uh, which contained a gene called the BAR gene. Now the BAR. The, now the product of the BAR gene is an enzyme that can detoxify herbicides and thus protects the potato from herbicidal treatment. All right. Now, is it the, there, there's the questions that rise are, is it really working? And is this change in this bar gene going to affect us as much as it may or may not detoxify the herbicides that they're now going to spray on the crops to get a higher yield? And that's why organic is not supposed to use herbicides and, and um, fungicides and, um, uh, and artificial um, anything, that, you know, that uh, pesticides to help protect crops. Uh, they have to use all natural ingredients that won't harm us. Well, in any case, um, so these, the, these um, uh, groups of scientists at various places like, um, and around the world, um, National Institute of Toxicology Research in, in, in Seoul, Korea, fed rats diets containing um, both, you know, always doing randomized uh, testing, you know, hopefully double blind, the GMO potato or non-GMO potato. And for each diet, they tracked male and female rats and they carefully analyzed the rat's health. They, you know, all the rats have to be euthanized and then they do histopathological examination of the tissues and organs um, after the rats were euthanized. Of course, they don't do it on living animals, thank God. Uh, at least not here in the U.S. And um, so they do they do biopsies on all these tissues and of their reproductive organs, their liver, their kidneys, spleen, heart. And they claimed that there were no differences between GMO eating and non-GMO eating animals. Okay. There's more to this story. Let me take our break now. As soon as we come back, I'm going to tell you the rest of this story, and then we'll talk about how to interpret it. We'll be right back. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Are you dealing with gas, bloating, indigestion, or diarrhea? These symptoms may be a sign that your gut microbiome is out of balance. Doctors Biome is a patent-pending daily probiotic formulated to deliver beneficial bacteria where you need it most. So while other probiotics are struggling to survive, Doctors Biome is thriving and multiplying to give your gut the beneficial bacteria it needs. Dairy-free, gluten-free, in a delicious organic juice base. Try Doctors Biome today and save 20% with code HEALTHYGUT20. That's HEALTHYGUT20. Doctors Biome is a doctor-formulated probiotic shot for your gut and colon health. Our patent-pending process allows the bacteria to be alive from inception to ingestion, making them more effective than capsules that use freeze-dried probiotics. 
The probiotic strains are combined with an organic, non-GMO green juice. Save 20% today by using the code HAPPYGUT. Just go to doctorsbiome.com and use the code HAPPYGUT at checkout. Interested in ozone therapy, but don't know where to begin? Making ozone therapy part of your daily routine is much easier than you would guess. Let Promolife help guide you and answer all your questions about getting started with ozone therapy. Promolife supplies easy-to-use ozone therapy kits that allow you to accomplish your health goals. Promolife is the only company that provides free live support, easy-to-follow videos, and easy-to-use equipment. Our ozone equipment is fully made and assembled in the United States. Find out more by visiting promolife.com forward slash voice. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are tuned in to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. If you have a question or a comment about the show, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ozonedoctor at yahoo.com. Now, back to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. Hello, everybody. Let's get right back into our story. So now, three years before the study that I just told you about, a separate group had found the same results for um, a study they did using GMO tomato and a GMO sweet pepper. So what these researchers did was they split rats into four diet groups, non-GMO tomato, GMO tomato, non-GMO sweet pepper, GMO sweet pepper. Doesn't mean now. This is this is something I want you to consider uh, before I go on. They weren't looking into whether or not these were organic or not. Maybe there were herbicides or pesticides in there as well, um, because they they weren't using organic versus non-organic. Okay, but it gets it gets interesting. So they split them into those four groups. They fed the rats over 7,000 times the average human daily consumption of both these products, whether it be GMO or non-GMO, for 30 days for an entire month. And they monitored their overall health. Finally, they carried out, you know, they did, you know, pathologic studies on all the different tissues, stomach, liver, heart, kidney, spleen, reproductive organs. And their, their conclusion was no differences in the vitality of health of the animals, even at the microscopic level. I have a question. What's 30 days? People eat, can be eating these foods for, 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 for years. And what will be the long-term effect over the years of continually eating these products? Sure, they intensified it, okay? They did intensify it. But who's to say they couldn't metabolize things? And who's to say that over time, evolu evolutionary changes in our genes need more time than that, not about how much you take, but time to have constant effects on our, our genes to change our genetic, uh, our genes somehow causing problems. That's where you have to 
look into the studies. And we're, there's more to say about that that we'll get to. So experiments, if they wanted to do these experiments on humans, they would consider it completely unethical, of course. Um, yet these foods are being fed to people, <laughs> if you buy them, for years. So in essence, these human studies, these human trials have been going on for years. And that's why people report adverse effects and problems in their health. And is it because they have been eating these GMO foods that are supposedly safe? Something you have to think about. Now, fortunately, Prior to these studies, years of work demonstrated that rodents like mice and rats are, are they consider them acceptable models for humans, meaning that um, uh, rats and, and mice response to drugs, chemicals, and food can predict a human response, okay? Um, you know, feeding rats um, in studies like this, in, um, uh, where, where there's a potential toxic item and monitored for adverse effects, are considered both specific and sensitive, and thus can help us in our regulation of our food and, and, and in the food industry. But as I just pointed out, you have to consider the test of time. Now, Scientists have been able to demonstrate that GMOs are not toxic to animals that eat them, at least initially. But what about the, the adverse effects or side effects that might be passed on to next generations? Okay. So they tried to do studies on that to, to, to try to figure out whether GMO crops affect the fertility or embryos um, during gestation. Um, one study that I read, and this is kind of interesting, so I'm going to bring it up. Remember, I'm trying to give you both sides to the story. A group from South Dakota State University uh, turned to studies on rats. And what they did was they fed rats a particular type of GMO corn. It, it's commonly known as BT corn, B, capital B, small letter T corn. It actually stands for a bacillus thuringiensis, um, uh, which is um, uh, basically it's it's a bacteria that produces into insecticidal endotoxins to um, uh, it's a, that have been used as a topical pesticide against insects since the 1960s. So what it allows the corn to directly generate this endotoxin, scientists introduced the gene from BT into the genetic material, the DNA of the corn. So to address the, the buildup of this toxicity over time, this group monitored the GMO eating rats, not only for their lifetime of one generation, but also three additional generations. And for each generation, they tracked the fertility of the parents and compared the health of the embryos from parents that ate BT corn to those with parents that did not. Okay. Toxic effects can arise in, in many places and in many ways, but some organs are more susceptible to damage uh, than others. And monitoring them is a good way to figure out um, these difficult to see side effects, adverse effects. 
Uh, the testes are considered particularly sensitive organ for toxicity tests because of the high degree of cell divisions uh, that take place and um, their high susceptibility to cellular or molecular toxins. Um, so to, the ex to examine the, the, the effect of this BT corn on testicular health, the researchers track testicular development in fetal, postnatal, um, in, um, in an, and in adult rats and puberty, rats in puberty. <laughs> they can go through all the different um, rats for four generations. And they found no change in testicular health or litter sizes in any generation. And likewise, ingestion by pregnant mothers had no effect on fetal, postnatal, um, um, uh, or adult testicular development of their offspring. Question, what about five or six generations? What if each of those, and they didn't do that, that I can at least, uh, what is reported in those generations, the following generations of animals, did the following generations of animals, what were they fed? So yes, the original group were fed these things, but there's nothing that said that they were feeding it to each generation. And evolution doesn't take place necessarily instantly. Evolution and changes in our genes take place to stress that's placed on it consistently over long periods of time. And that's how all the different organisms of the world have evolved. So the way, I mean, it's easy to find in experiments like this, mistakes that were made either purposefully or accidentally, um, uh, sometimes just because no thinking went into it. Um, they try to keep these experiments as simple as possible because every time you add something more into it, it just make it, it add the complexity, makes it harder to evaluate uh, results and come up with conclusions. There's another issue. Who's paying for these experiments? Start thinking about that. We're gonna talk about that in a few minutes. Other groups um, have also monitored toxicity over time as well. Um, one group studying the bar GMO potato also wanted to see if organs and reproductive health were sensitive to GMOs over long exposure times. To do this, they examined the fertility and gestation periods of GMO-eating mothers compared to non-GMO-eating mothers for five generations. They tracked the animal body weight, bone, eye, thymus development, and general retardation. Uh, very similar to the studies on the BT corn, in all cases, they found no significant differences between the GMO potato and the non-GMO potato diets, which suggests that there is no buildup or inheritance of toxicity, even over multiple generations. But if you don't feed these multiple generations the same foods, what's is this really a valid study? Is this something that we can we can buy into? Um, one of the problems that you're faced with is who's paying who's paying for the study? Um, years ago, I don't listen to television um, news shows or anything anymore. They only put out negative stuff, and I don't need that negative energy in my life. 
Um, they basically uh, just talk about stressful things, horrible things that are happening around the world that if it's really that important, you'll find out about it anyway. And if it's not that important, you don't have to hear about all the fires and burning and um, horrible things they like to talk about because that's what people for some reason want to watch or listen to because they tune into these shows. Um, but at the end of the shows many years ago when I was young and I used to listen to these shows at times to see what was happening, current events, they would say, a new study has, uh, and they always, they'll always sometimes say where it came from. A new study has uh, shown uh, coffee is good for you. New study shows coffee is bad for you. New study shows margarine is good for you. New study shows margarine is bad for you. If you don't know what margarine, it's a plant-based butter substitute. That's what we call it now, plant-based butter substitute. Uh, but they used to make it from a particular oil and they called it margarine. Uh, today, they can make it from other oils and fats. But in any case, <laughs> I digress. Um, new study shows um, uh, sugar is good for you. New study shows sugar is bad for you. They keep coming up with these studies. Now, first of all, to make a study truly valid, it has to be duplicated by an independent group using the same materials and methods that are published in the study to see if they get the same results. Otherwise, you're just taking that one group's results to be the truth. Um, if you understand what I just said, if you don't, you have to keep, if you're putting, um, oh gee, I'm so bad with analogies. If you buy a food like, oh, an ice cream, and it tastes great, and you buy it the next time, and it tastes bad, something's wrong. You buy it again, and it tastes great. And then from that point on, it, keep takes, it keeps tasting great. Well, that meant that you got a bad batch one time. That's all. They, something went wrong. But when you're doing a research study, it has to be able to be duplicated. And if it can be duplicated, it makes it more, it makes it more valid. That's the important thing. And most of the time, these studies are not duplicated with the same materials and methods to prove that it's true. The next is who's paying for the study. If you have a, a group like uh, coffee or, or uh, chocolate manufacturers that are paying for something, they're going to get the results they want. Why? Because the people that are doing the study for them want the research money, and they know they're not going to get the research money um, if they publish negative results. Um, sometimes when a group pays for a study, they can, and let's say they got a terrible result, um, they can, they have control over the group that did the research, and they can force the research group not to publish. How do we know this takes place? Well, how do we know that when uh, something is done, they didn't just throw out results? In other words, um, so you have 100, you, you, you use 30 rats to start with or 50 rats or mice to start with, and you get some bad results on four or five of them. Um, 
Why not throw those four or five out? Now you only have 40, um, uh, 40, 45 or 46 rats and mice that are left, but you're getting the results you want. So the results aren't going to show any negative. And it looks pretty good. Well, this happens, believe it or not. It absolutely happens. And um, while it's not supposed to happen, these groups need their funding. This is how they get paid. This is where their money comes from. And you have a lot. And how do we know it happens? Well, take a look at our uh, FDA. FDA, after years uh, of, a, of it, um, a manufacturer, a pharmaceutical company, trying to get a pill on the market, and they put them through a very rigorous, very expensive process. It costs them millions upon millions of dollars to get a new pharmaceutical approved by the FDA, who gets paid for looking over all this paperwork and approving it. Uh, and if they stop doing that, the FDA is going to stop getting its funding from these companies, because why would I want to pay them to look over my product if they keep rejecting it? So they can skew the studies in such a way that they look pretty good. And then the FDA looks it over and goes, well, they look pretty good. We'll approve it for the use you want with all these warnings, et cetera, et cetera. And then within the first year of use, so many people die from it. It makes the news that this product has killed so many people. And then the FDA pulls it from the market. Okay, and you know this has happened with painkillers and all sorts of different drugs that they're able to pull right off the market after so many people during the first year. Well, the good, the, the, the bad news is people have been hurt. For the pharmaceutical companies, they made all their money back and a, and a major profit as well, even though their product is no longer going to be sold. So they don't, they didn't lose anything in trying to develop this product. That's how they get. That's how they can get away with it, so to speak. Um, there's more to talk about. So, and very interesting, important stuff. So, we're going to go to our last break, and we'll be right back. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. Interested in ozone therapy, but don't know where to begin? Making ozone therapy part of your daily routine is much easier than you would guess. Let Promolife help guide you and answer all your questions about getting started with ozone therapy. Promolife supplies easy to use ozone therapy kits that allow you to accomplish your health goals. Promolife is the only company that provides free live support, easy to follow videos, and easy to use equipment. Our ozone equipment is fully made and assembled in the United States. Find out more by visiting promolife.com forward slash voice. Are you dealing with gas, bloating, indigestion, or diarrhea? These symptoms may be a sign that your gut microbiome is out of balance. Doctors Biome is a patent-pending daily probiotic formulated to deliver beneficial bacteria where you need it most. So while other probiotics are struggling to survive, Doctors Biome is thriving and multiplying to give your gut the beneficial bacteria it needs. Dairy-free, gluten-free, in a delicious organic juice base. Try Doctors Biome today and save 20% with code HEALTHYGUT20. That's HEALTHYGUT20. 
Doctors Biome is a doctor-formulated probiotic shot for your gut and colon health. Our patent-pending process allows the bacteria to be alive from inception to ingestion, making them more effective than capsules that use freeze-dried probiotics. The probiotic strains are combined with an organic, non-GMO green juice. Save 20% today by using the code HAPPYGUT. Just go to doctorsbiome.com and use the code HAPPYGUT at checkout. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are tuned in to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. If you have a question or a comment about the show, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ozonedoctor at yahoo.com. Now, back to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. Okay, so let's get right into some of this now because we always run out of time and I want to try to get very important information to you. So there's a group called the Non-GMO Project and they, you'll see these um, verified um, labels on usually organic products that are being produced on the packages and it says Non-GMO Project Verified. Non-GMO is important just to see it there. And you have to trust that because this organization does get paid for evaluating this and not every company can afford to pay them for it. But there's important information to gain from this. Um, right now, 65 countries around the world um, uh, have, including the US, Australia, Japan, all the countries in the EU, um, have required genetically modified foods to be labeled. Interestingly enough, Canada does not. Canada has been very disturbing to me over these uh, past uh, few years with some of the things that they have um, outlawed, like uh, decided ozone shouldn't be used in Canada, um, uh, it's, you, you mandating all, all sorts of things around um, COVID-19. Um, they've there's something wild and crazy going on there that just doesn't make any sense to me. And all my Canadian listeners have to unfortunately deal with these things that their government is forcing down their throats. And um, uh, I, I don't know why. I used to look on Canada as being uh, advanced in their thinking. And now it seems they're going into the, the, the um, health dark ages. Um, but, but not all products containing GMOs must be labeled here in the U S. Um, so what might, you know, there's different packaged foods that are processed here, uh, that may contain ingredients de derived from, from corn or soy or canola or sugar beet that have been genetically modified. But if, um, uh, if the product has very little of it in it, it the, the government doesn't necessarily require that it have a label on it, which I feel is wrong. We should have, if any part of a product that you eat has a GMO component, it should be labeled so that you know that this, that this is there, so you have a choice. 
Now, there's the the non-GMO project um, has come up with high-risk, low-risk, non-risk, and monitored-risk products. Um, High-risk means it contains derivatives uh, or it's produced through a process involving organisms that are known to be genetically modified and commercially available. So there's a lot of stuff. I mean, uh, alfalfa, canola oil, corn, cotton, papaya, soy, sugar beet, yellow summer squash, zucchini, um, potatoes. Lots of products are in there that they call high risk. Low risk are um, uh, is uh, are this input is derived from, uh, but does not contain derivatives of or produced through a process involving these organisms, um, like lentils and spinach, uh, tomatoes, sesame seeds, avocados, sunflower. Okay. And non-risk means that. There's absolutely no possibility of any genetically um, modification that has take, taken place, uh, like sunflower at this point. Okay, it's sunflower they call a low-risk crop, but because there's no genetically modified sunflowers, it's at this point in time that I know of, I did a little homework on this, um, that's why I like to use sunflower oil. It is currently impossible to source ingredients um, uh, such as uh, sunflower seeds or oils from a GMO. Therefore, it's they call it a low risk, but I look on it as a non-risk, you know, product. Um, they have a they have they monitor risk in various things because there's development of new genetically engineered products all the time, and they track these products like flax. You see flax seed everywhere. Better use organic mustard. Rice, wheat, apple, mushroom. Um, I already told you wheat has been modified for years. Orange, uh, oranges and pineapple. Um, uh, Sugarcane and, and now tomatoes. Uh, that's why I only eat organic tomatoes. Listen, when you're at home, you have complete, ho hopefully complete control of what you ingest. And in my house, I have complete control of what I ingest. I do not buy any fruit or any vegetables that are not 100% uh, organic. If there's any dairy in the house, I make certain that it comes from cows that were not fed any of these organisms, these, not, these GMO organisms. Um, but there's a lot of high-risk ingredients out there that you have to be careful about. For example, ascorbic acid, vitamin C, can be coming from GMO corn, very commonly used. Um, uh, ethanol, you'll find that in um, that sugar alcohol in a lot of different uh, foods. Um, in various flavorings, whether they're natural or artificial, could have, have this in it. So, I think one out of every four products has high fructose corn syrup and virtually, unless or it's organic, presume that all corn is GMO'd. Just presume it. Um, I, I'm allergic to MSG, monosodium glutinate, but that's also been genetically modified. Sucrose, 
commonly found in things, thickeners like xanthine gum. You have to be very careful, various yeast products. These can all, all these can be high risk ingredients found in your food. So you have to be very careful if you're going to ingest them. And you can't trust that foods have been labeled or not labeled. Try to stick to organic, support organic everything because we trust that if something is certified organic, okay, like Doctor's Biome, uh, their juice is not only certified uh, organic here in the U.S., but it's certified by the German Organization for Certification, which means that 100% of it has to be organic. Whereas in the U.S., the USDA says you can call um, a product organic if it's 95% organic, not in Germany. That's why I like the EU and the way they, they, they um, it's, it is or it isn't. And that's what you have to be looking for. It is or it isn't. Um, so you have to consider if you're eating, I haven't been a meat eater. This is my 44th year that I haven't eaten red meat or poultry, uh, you know, or chicken. But if you happen to be a meat eater, as most people are, or if you can use products from them, such as eggs and milk, um, you have to consider even honey for that matter. I mean, the bees go around and they get their pollen from GMO'd um, uh, flowers that, of various food plants that we're going to eat, and they can pass it on into their honey. Um, it's hard to control what bees are going to go and what bees are going to eat, to say the least. So GMOs are uh, just be, be aware they're sneaking into everything. You have to be, you have, if, if this matters to you, you have to be very careful. Um, so let's see, what else should I tell you about? Just keep in mind this. Let's sum this up by saying, in my opinion, there is an absence of credible, independent, long-term feeding studies to tr trust the safety of GMOs on, uh, on human beings. Right now, it's very possible that GMOs will affect us and our immune system later on in life. Maybe it's not changing apparently any of our organs and what they can tell on microscopic changes. Maybe it's true, but who's to say when all these organs are integrated that somehow or other a gene that they haven't detected is going to weaken our immune system. Um, there's a proliferation of all sorts of diseases and illnesses and conditions. And we have to consider why is this happening? And how important is GMO in helping to create these harmful changes in our body? It's your choice. Do it or don't. Now, I want to thank Promolife at promolife.com. Um, uh, without them, I wouldn't be here. Uh, they're one of my sponsors. Um, 
You can go to promolife.com or call them at 888-742-3404. And you can buy their various organic ozonated oils. Um, uh, They have suppositories. They have underarm deodorants. They have dental products that are just top draw first class products. If you want to get set up for home care ozone, rectal, vaginal insufflation, making ozonated water for all its various uses. Just tell them you heard about it here on the Dr. Robin Show. And they'll do something special for you, I promise. Then you want to go to our other sponsor, Doctors Biome. Doctors Biome, again, they're organic. Everybody listening should be getting the juice, these probiotic juices. Everybody should be getting it. Your capsule powder and tablet probiotics that are very virtually inexpensive are virtually worthless, in my opinion, and in the opinion of research scientists that have proven that 85 plus to 90% plus, if not 100% of them, are completely destroyed in your stomach or do not come back to life out of their capsule powder or tablet form from suspended animation to do you any good at all. Doctor's Biome, not only being delicious, not only having a 100% money-back guarantee, but they, they also work. Look at the testimonials on their website. And I hear they have a new website going up any moment now. Uh, At least they keep telling me that every week for the last several months. (laughs) But definitely go to doctorsbiome.com. Put in the code RADIO20. Look, all my patients are on it. I get amazing results in my office from the the therapy we do, the ozone therapy we do. But very importantly, all my patients are doing three things. They're well hydrated, they're taking vitamin C five or six times a day, and they're doing doctor's biome every day. Your gut health affects every organ and every system in your body. Then, if you want to reach me, you can call my office at 212 281-0101. That's 212-581-0101 here in Manhattan. Or email me at ozonedoctor, (coughs) O-Z-O-N-E-D-O-C-T-O-R. Excuse me, ozonedoctor at yahoo.com. And I'll be very happy to answer your questions or guide you into what might be helpful for you. Everybody stay safe, stay healthy, and stay well. We'll be back again next week. Bye now. Thank you for listening to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. Be sure to join us again next Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We'll be glad to talk again next week.